26-34 He also said, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. Again he said, What shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything. This passage completes a section of Mark's Gospel where Jesus tells a bunch of parables that divided his hearers into two groups. Those who are on the outside and do not understand, and those, you can put it, on the inside, who are given understanding. These last two parables are about the kingdom of God. In other words, how God's reign will manifest. The first parable is about scattering seed, which seems so mundane and insignificant. But the point is that God's kingdom continues to grow regardless of the man's efforts. Verse 27 says, Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. Jesus further emphasizes his point in verse 28. He says, All by itself the soil produces. It's an automatic, mysterious process. The point is that our role in the kingdom is sowing and waiting in faith, confident of a harvest to come. The second parable is about how the kingdom of God starts off small and insignificant, but ends up massive and a blessing to many. See, these parables paint a surprising picture of God's kingdom because you know, I would expect God to show his reign in an extravagant and powerful display, kind of like those military parades where they show off their power. But not with God. It begins with insignificance. Jesus, God's son, the prince of the universe, born in a stable in Bethlehem. He was crucified and left behind a small band of followers who were in hiding. But we know where the story ends, with the new heavens and earth. So don't worry if God's kingdom seems insignificant now. When God is finished, it will be grand. 
verses 33 and 34 frames this section and connects it with verses 10 to 12 where Jesus explained that he spoke in parables to divide his listeners into those on the outside and those on the inside. The parables enlighten or obscure meaning depending on the ability to hear. Jesus explained everything to his disciples as insiders. Not because they were special, but I suggest it's because they asked. Remember verse 10, it says, When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. And then Jesus explained the parables to them. So we often read God's word and walk away unaffected. Perhaps sometimes we stand in the shoes of an outsider who sees but never perceives, hears but never understands. Or as James puts it, the person who looks at a mirror and walks away forgetting what they look like. Let us not harden our hearts towards God's word, but ask our Lord Jesus to teach us, impress upon us, and reveal to us his will. Our Lord is patient and gracious to show us his way. One way that Jesus teaches us is through the body of believers as we share lives together. Why not catch up with someone from church this week and share about what God has been teaching you?